0: What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 496 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. We have a question today from somebody who didn't leave his or her name, but that's okay, so we're just going to leave that out. But we're going to get to this person's question, his question, in just a second. But before we get to that, I do want to mention that I do have a book coming out. And I've been working over a year on this, and it's sort of related to today's content. But I do want to share it with you, and you can go ahead and sign up to check it out because it's not out yet. It's coming out in February of 2016. So in a couple months, we're putting all the marketing into place now. And this is, for some of you, the first time you're hearing about it. I'd love for you to check it out. It's called Will It Fly? It's about how to test your next business idea so you don't waste your time and money. How do you validate that idea you have in your head before you actually put in that time and effort and sometimes money into it? A lot of people struggle with starting a business because they're afraid that they're gonna fail. A lot of people struggle because they don't want to put time and effort into something that isn't going to be worth it. Well how do you know if it's worth it or not? This is what this book is about. Then a ton of research on this both personal and looking at other people and how they validated their business ideas too before they've gotten started, even getting paid for idea, their ideas beforehand too. So check that out. It's at willitflybook.com. Again, that's willitflybook.com. I'll mention that again at the end of this episode here. But again, I just wanna thank you guys so much for your support. I know a lot of you have been following my progress with this book. And uh, man, it's gonna it's it's my one thing right now. It's the one thing I've been focusing on for the last several months Um and I'm, I'm really excited to share it with you. Anyway, thank you so much. And here's today's question from uh, some guy who asks a great question.
1: Hey, Pat. In 2013, you made a video called Keyword Research and SEO Analysis, which is a great video and had a lot of content in it. However, now that it's 2015, a lot has changed in terms of how to look for keyword competition. Uh, and I was wondering, has your process changed in terms of how you look for uh, keyword analysis? How, for example, Google AdWords is actually discontinued now, which was one of the main tools that you use in that video. Uh, and I was wondering, what new tools do you use? What process do you go through in terms of finding, uh, you know, the niche competition in, in terms of what you're going to go into, and how do you determine what niche is good and bad today in in 2015 thank you
0: all right what's up thank you so much for the question and i apologize i'm not saying your name because you didn't include it and i didn't want to try and guess even though it might be in your email address because maybe you left it out because you didn't want to be mentioned but anyway thank you again for the question uh regardless it's a it's an amazing question because a lot has changed since 2008 in 2008 uh, i came out with a video And it was titled, I forgot what the title was, but it was about keyword research and analysis and search engine optimization. And and for anybody who's been in the online business space for a while knows that things change every single year in terms of SEO and getting in the top rankings in Google for certain keywords and that sort of thing. And today it's a lot more difficult to simply pick a keyword, build a website about that and become successful. I did it in 2010 with the security guard training website. I did it again in 2012 in a, in a different way, in a different approach. I'll talk about that in a second with my food trucker site. But the idea is now that it's gonna take a lot more than just a keyword to be successful. And of course, it always has been. You need to provide value. But in terms of knowing where to start, I actually wouldn't start with keywords. Keywords, I feel, are great for supporting what it is that you have going on already and also validating a certain part of, of that entire research process. The keyword analysis is just one component overall in the research that you do to decide whether or not a business is one that you might wanna get into. And I also find that keyword research is, is extremely valuable when you have a business and you try to see what you can do to maximize your efforts, to figure out what holes there are in the market so that you can come in, add valuable content, and rank higher for certain keywords that other people aren't targeting but they should be. In that way, keyword research is great, and you can still analyze keywords today. There are a number of different tools to do that. Some of my favorite tools are scmrush.com. That's a free one you can use, and you can analyze different websites, uh, perhaps your competitors or websites that are out there that are ranking for certain keywords, and you can kind of get an idea of why they're doing so well uh, and what their traffic is like and that sort of thing. I also... If you're going to do some heavy keyword research, there's a tool out there that helps automate that process, and it does use Google's um, you know, algorithms and search histories and you know all their data with how people are searching for different keywords and, and how much. Uh, it, this tool is called Longtail Pro. There's another one called Market Samurai that I recommended in the past, and they're actually both great. They both do essentially the same thing. But I like Longtail Pro by a guy named Spencer Haas. A, because I know the guy personally and I know how much time and care and attention he puts into that and making it great and keeping it up to date and that sort of thing. So that helps me know that he can help you. But additionally, this tool is much easier to use. There's less bells and whistles and stuff that, you know, a ton of advanced search engine optimization people would use. But when you're just starting out or you're just doing basic keyword analysis, uh, Longtail Pro is definitely much easier to learn. And it's definitely a good tool to have in your back pocket for those types of things. So Longtail Pro, if you want to check it out, go to askpat.com slash Longtail Pro. You get a $30 discount off of that. But you don't need to pay for a tool in order to do the research that you want. The, The easiest thing you could do is type in keywords into Google and just see what comes up. Even in the Auto-populated ones. You know, when you put in the keyword but you don't press enter yet and there's other terms that come up, that's a great tool that you can use. You can also find other keywords that you can also target or that are related to your niche by putting in a target keyword, whatever your primary keyword is that you're thinking of going into or one that your business is you know about. And then scroll to the bottom of that results page. You're gonna see a whole list of related search results. That tells you exactly what other people who had also typed in that one that you did are also looking for too. And you can actually start a pretty cool breadcrumb trail by just clicking on those and then keep continuing to click on those. And you can start to see and find some long tail keywords that way that are potentially underserved. Now, of course, when you find a keyword that that uh, is of interest to you, you wanna see who's ranking for that particular keyword and how they are serving that audience or how they are not serving that audience. And there's some exercises that I share in the book called Will It Fly? that I just wrote that I'm really excited to share with you that talk about how to do market research beyond the keywords. I do talk a little bit about keyword research, but I do talk more about the whole market research. And I, I call this my three P's exercise. This is how you can understand exactly what's going on in target market that you are looking to get into. So what are those three P's? The first P is understanding the places that people are at. So more important than the keywords that they type in is where do these people hang out online? You're, 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 target customer these groups of people where are they well they're in forums and blogs and groups and other places online certain websites and then you know in the book i tell you how to organize these things and actually put them into a spreadsheet for further use later on and you use these in the book for a lot of different uh things along the way a lot what i love about this book is like one section builds on the next and that sort of thing uh it's very actionable the second p is finding out what people are serving that niche. So an influencer. So getting a list of all the people. This, for those of you who had listened to the SPI podcast for a while, you might remember an exercise called the 200 list by a guy named Neil Patel. Well, this is kind of a playoff of that. But the three Ps, I feel, are much, much easier way to organize this. So the first P is finding all those different places that your target audience exists. Then the second P is finding all the people who are influencers in that particular space. These are people who you could potentially partner with, who you could JV with, who you could guest post on and that sort of thing. And seeing a whole list of them there is going to help you create this sort of bird's eye view of everything that's going on and where you can actually fit in what position you could take in the space that might be underserved. And the third and final P is actually the products. So the books and the courses and the you know physical products, if that if that ma- if that matters and is sold in your audience, what is actually being purchased by the people in your space? That's important to understand too. And once you start to see all these things kind of working together and who promotes what and how these all things relate, you get to understand this market more than some of those people who are already serving that market do. then you can come in in your own position with that idea that you have but fine tune it and refine it so that it actually is something that matters to that particular audience now there's a lot of a lot more tips in there uh, in that book a lot more tips actually that's just a very small segment of the book uh but hopefully that helps you and gives you some ideas and hopefully gets you excited about the book too but that's how i would approach research and then from there you can even start to understand and and Create a list of the keywords, which which is actually a, a fourth column that I share in that particular book, and again, just a whole bunch of exercises that are going to help you not only understand how you can position yourself in the market, but as a byproduct, all these exercises that you do become amazing resources you can always come back to. For instance, like I said earlier, you're going to have a whole list of influencers that you could reach out to. You can even create a Twitter list of all of them and start to interact with them, and you know provide value to them in one way, and then you, they'll be able to provide value back to you. If you have a list of all the products out there, you're going to be able to see which ones you you might want to get involved with in terms of affiliate marketing or actually see what the prices are so that you can compare and you know come up at a higher price knowing that you have more features than another product. All these sorts of things matter. And uh, again I'm really excited to share these things with you in Will It Fly. So if you want to check that out again go to willitflybook.com. You can sign up on the list there to get early notification of that. It will also be for sale pre-order very soon, if not already, by the time you listen to this. So again, let check that, check it out. WillItFlyBook.com, and I want to thank you, person, guy, for this question and uh, you know setting me up really nicely to share. Will it fly? And hopefully help you along the way too. I wouldn't, I wouldn't start with keyword research. That's not where I would start. I would start with finding a particular niche, a market, and finding out what problems need to be solved. And using the three P exercise can help you do that. And a lot of the other tips in Will It Fly. And again, I just want to thank you. Uh, we do have your email address, so my assistant's going to send you an email so we can get a T-shirt to you, person. And for anybody else out there listening, if you have a question you'd like potentially featured here on the show, just head on over to askpat.com. You can ask right there on that page. Thank you so much. And one more time, just because I know some of you will forget, please head on over to willitflybook.com. Sign up there to get early notification and uh, just all the news about, about Will It Fly when it comes out. I'm so excited to serve you with that book. Uh, I put in a lot of time and effort and care into it. And, you know, the reason it took so long is because I only want to put great stuff out there. Uh, I've had a, a few half-written books that just didn't live up to my standard, and I know this one's gonna exceed what everybody's expecting. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. Take care, and I can't wait to serve you in the next episode of Aspat. Pat. Cheers. Oh, quote. Quote to finish off the day. Ha! This one's from James Goldsmith. He says, If you see a bandwagon, it's too late. And here's a quote by Pat Flynn. Visit willitflybook.com. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Hey there. Thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects